All right. All right. All right. There's a drop. What's going on, everybody? It's um, the series finale, or we think it's series finale, season finale, series finale. Obi-Wan Kenobi, um, six episodes. This one was longer, still fairly short, including credits and everything else, too. But nonetheless, longer, around 44 minutes, I think, with actual uh, stuff to watch. Um, all right, I'm going to get into the full breakdown and everything that I normally do. If you're brand new to the channel, we're almost at 50,000 subscribers, and we need you guys to come join us. If you hit that button, you subscribe. We do a whole bunch of things here. I got a Thor reaction or out of the theater reaction coming tomorrow. I got a Black Phone review coming up, Elvis coming up, uh, Ms. Marvel reactions, shows, all that stuff. So subscribe. Um, before we get into the breakdown, I throw a bunch of pictures in there and and talk about the episode overall. The I think that we can talk about the overall series. Um, and if you didn't know already, this is a, a spoiler-heavy episode. Um, this episode in particular had really strong visuals. And there's a lot of things, as I always mention, whether you're walking around a Comic-Con or a Star Wars celebration or anywhere in general, and you see this really great art, and you're like, oh, man, I wish that could come to life somehow. And that happens about a thousand times over in this episode. Uh, there's a lot of things in this episode that I thought were really strong and for the finale for the show that we got overall this was a satisfying satisfying finale for that show however I do feel overall that this show was pretty disappointing um I don't think that it it, it was to me it was one of my most highly anticipated things since like Force Awakens came out and it didn't deliver it didn't deliver and anytime you have those expectations it's not going to deliver but it, it certainly didn't deliver in the emotional way I thought it would because as great as this fight is between Vader and Obi-Wan it didn't have the impact that emotionally that I was hoping to have by the time we got there because I, and I think that that was due to the lack of lead up on their story throughout this this series I think that what we were what I thought a lot of us thought was that going off of that line of Obi-Wan once thought as you did and trying to get my friend back and, and they even teased it in that opening previously on in the episode one when Padme says there's still good in him, that that was ultimately what this show was going to be about. And you get that a little bit here, but I just think by the time you, you, you've gotten to it in the sixth episode, the story hasn't really been about that for the most part. It's in his mind, and he's thinking about it, but it's not the focus. And I think that that took away from the emotional battle. Another thing that I think affected this show dramatically and I'm a big music guy so some people are going to agree with me and some aren't the lack of the original music inside of this series hurt this show I think tremendously um and for people who go oh well, they wanted to do new stuff and they, they can't just rely on the on the on the music tell that to Kevin Kiner from Rebels and Clone Wars who did a perfect mix of that and speaking of Rebels there's a moment in this in this episode where Anakin's face is revealed uh, it's, it's kind of beat for beat the same moment that happened in Rebels with Ahsoka when it happened. And because emotionally how it was built up, I thought Rebels did it better. So there was just a lot that as a character study uh, that it didn't, it didn't pay off the way that I was kind of hoping it would with Obi-Wan. But as I was watching this episode and I said, if everything that I, that out of the stuff that I did like in this show, um, was there stuff that worked and was it satisfying as a finale? And it, and it was for everything else. If you, if you look at it, well, okay. 
I didn't like this. I wish this would have happened, but I'm enjoying this aspect of it. I think that to me, that's why that's where I ultimately landed with the show because I liked. There was a lot that I liked and a lot that I stuff like to watch that what they, what they had set up. I just wasn't as emotionally attached as I wanted to be. Um, and there's some stuff that left a lot of questions and things that I think that could have been uh, omitted from this episode in general. And as we mentioned um, uh, many times over, that I last week. I thought Reba had a great end to where she went after her, she went after the evil, and it didn't pay off. It's like you could have went the route that other people have gone, but you didn't because you wanted revenge and you paid the price because they left a lot of problems on the table by leaving her alive. One, the the fact that Vader and the Inquisitor just left her there made no sense whatsoever, um, and then. We get the the predictable turn that we all said before the series even started. No, she's gonna turn good, and there was no stakes to to anything in, in with her because you're like, well, oh no, is she gonna kill Luke? Of course, she's not gonna kill Luke. Oh no, she, what what's she gonna do? Is she gonna kill Owen? No. What about Baru? She's gonna eat it. No. And Owen and Baru, what happened to them? They apparently they could fight. They could fight off an Inquisitor. They can't fight stormtroopers. They can't shoot. So there's problems. There's problems in this overall series. There is. But I will say that uh, you know it was better than it was. It, it, when you get to that fight, it was just it, that fight does scratch an itch that we wanted to see. But you get to Tatooine and we set us we set us up okay for. Some odd reason. Oh, we get this guy. He's somebody's friend or uncle or somebody. Um, and he's he's smacked away by, by Revo. And, we, and he gets his comeuppance from the beginning of the show. Yeah, we're, we're yay. Um, so she's looking for Owen. And she's weaker. That's the thing. I don't know why she's wearing a hood at this point. She, already, she was already in, in town looking for people. Why, why, is she wearing, why is she wearing a hood? I don't understand what, why, she, why is she hiding out now. By putting a hood in your head? Aren't you the one that was here and strung up that Jedi? Nah, it was my cousin. Oh, okay. Hey, look, it's me. Takes the hood off. Where's Owen? So this part, I, I, I dug the, the, the throwback to episode four and how the ships are, are chasing. I think we stayed a little longer in here again, but I thought this was great where uh, the, Vader is just obsessed and and I love I always love these scenes here and this is some of the imagery that I'm talking about is so good and but it, oh, I wish that Peter Lamarche would have showed up but they showed it at the end yeah I know and but this this pain that he's going through and this pain is just like this 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 lust for revenge it's just overpowering everything he's doing and that part I liked very much so and and Obi Wan can feel Obi Wan knows what to do what's going on here as this was had, this had um, again throwback to Last Jedi where they're they're kind of being hunted down and it's just only a matter of time before they're going to be wiped out. And Obi Wan knows what he's got to do. He's got to get the hell out of there. O'Shea Jackson Jr. says, "No, man, you can't do it. You got to stick around." He's like, "I got to go." He tells Leia. Leia's like, "No, you can't go." And that, that happens three or four times. Um, and then there's the scene with again Luke walks in with with Owen. You see little Luke, and and then dude comes in. And he goes, ah, I got bad news. It's a lady with a hood looking for you. It's like every lady in in the town. Yeah, but she's the one. You remember the one that was, 
the, the one that almost killed you in town square. She's back. Oh, okay. She's looking for Luke. All right, I got to go tell Baru. Thanks, pal. And Leg's trying to give uh, Obi-Wan saying, listen, man, you don't need to do this, yada, yada, yada. They have this conversation a few times. I like where they went with Camille's uh, character eventually, though, too. He was, I mean, even when he's, he's got personality now, and the jokes didn't overpower, and he's like, he's like thanks for, for, for trusting me. And, and they have this moment, and it shows Obi-Wan can trust again. And he and he trusted in him in the last episode. He trusted him again. So I, I like the the turn where they didn't they didn't just pile on the the jokes for him. And he still has his personality inside these conversations. And he winds up looking after Leia and make sure that he has got a conversation with her. So I, I liked that scene. I thought that was I thought that was a nice scene. Bruce shows up. We finally see Bruce, same actress from uh, episode three. They got to get ready for uh, for the business. It's going to happen. And then he, he they have blasters. Should have had those when. Uh, Stormtroopers are coming around. Camille has this conversation with Leia. Finally, she's like, all right, fine. You got to go and do this, do this. Get out of here, you big lug. And he goes. And it sets it up, but it's like, it's one of those things, again, where as I'm watching, I'm like, okay, I know that Leia and Ben have this relationship at this point because they've set it up this pretty well. So I get it. She doesn't want him to go. She doesn't want him to go and stayed on that ship for a while and finally he's, he's like i gotta go you know i gotta go I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave hey guys you gonna watch you gonna be a leader okay i gotta go you guys you guys okay thanks for protecting the jedi and everything but i'm gonna help you i gotta go and it's it was similar to to the uh to the scene in 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 episode was it four when reva keeps interrogating Leia like six times over. It didn't last as long as that one. It felt, but it still it it did. Um, it did feel that way until. I mean, maybe that was just because you're anticipating the battle and you're just like, let's go, let's go, let's go. That certainly could be it, but it it felt that way. And I think that that's one of the things. As I'm as I'm like, I'm not hating on this show the way a lot of people are. I'm certainly not loving it the way I was hoping I was going to. But I can also acknowledge that I don't think the writing on this particular um, series was, was it wasn't like, it's not like bad. It just didn't seem as locked in as, say, like Mandalorian or, I don't know. It just was, it was, there was a lot of things like loose end stuff. And at one point, I think Reva comes in with a lightsaber and, and Luke's still there. And it's like, then why is, in episode four, when he says, hey, I, I gotta, I gotta, what's, what's this? It's your father's lightsaber. It's the same thing that, that uh, the Inquisitor lady had when, um, when you know, she came to kill you that time. Oh, okay. What about, uh, what's the force? The force? I remember when you were running around and that Inquisitor lady with the lightsaber was coming after you and she threw you on the floor? That was the force. So, like, like that kind of stuff. It's like, don't even, don't even get yourself in that, in that situation. There was no need for that whole thing at the end with the turn. I mean, I, I don't think that the turn was, was needed. I don't. I don't think the story was as strong as I think they were hoping it was going to be, um, but nonetheless, it happened. And now we're back to Obi Wan. I got to go. I got here. You got to go. Yeah, I got to go. Okay, go. And he does. And I loved this scene. This scene was great. This was classic to me. Vader, Obi Wan, Obi Wan being the master here and knowing what his student is going to do, knowing what what Vader is going to do. He knows he's going to chase him. Inquisitor's like, nah, man, we gotta stop this rebellion. This is this is this is the this is the seed, my, my man. Let's let's get out of here. He's like, nope. 
going after Kenobi. And he's like, no, all right. I'll be back. They just ordered some Papa John, so I'll be, uh, you let me know if you need me. So, and that's what he does. He goes after him. He knows he's, it's, it's, that, it's that revenge, man. What's the Inquisitor going to tell him? You yell at him? He's smart. He just shut his trap and went and ate his pizza. I, I, it's hard for me not to always love this shot, though, man. With the, uh, you, you get Tatooine, you get that the classic shot. It's amazing. Um, and the other thing for you guys also, I don't know if you knew this. I want to tell you guys about uh, Athletic Greens, and I've told you about Athletic Greens many times over. And so many people have been supporting my show, and I can't thank you enough. And if you want to support, help yourselves out and get some Athletic Greens, man. I love it. I've been using it a lot. I talk about it all the time now. You guys know about Athletic Greens. Everybody even commenting, and the comments are starting to be, Athletic Greens, Athletic Greens. I've tried it. I love it. I started taking it because I wanted better energy, better immune system, all that stuff. And you take one scoop of Athletic Greens, and you get like 75 high-quality vitamins. You put it in a water bottle. You shake it up. Uh, I love it because it gives me it's better, it's better sleep for me. It's got a good taste. Uh, I take it when I travel places. It's got one less than one gram of sugar. No nasty chemicals, nothing. It's awesome. It costs you less than $3 a day, and you're going to invest in your health. It's got over 7,000 five-star reviews. It's trusted by leading health experts, and it's time to reclaim your health and you arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. You take one scoop of water every day, water bottle, shake it up, that's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements. You look out for your health. So to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you one year, one free year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash big thing. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash big thing. Take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Get it, man. Check it out. The links are in the description for all the sponsors that, that we have. And uh, I hope, uh, I hope you check it out. Help yourself out. Help the show. All right. Jumping back into it. That shot of Tatooine and, and, and Luke's house and, and all that. We, we move on over and they tell him Owen and Beru. It was good to see Owen and Beru back, though. They, as much as I'm, I'm breaking chops of how they're definitely more efficient in here and then they age rapidly in nine years where they're just basically just peaceful farmers and don't want to pick up a blast or do nothing. But Luke's like, all right. And then we get back to this. This, this is where it all this is. Like, this was what they were pitching from the beginning when they were pitching it to us and we were pitching everybody the rematch of the century. And they deliver on the fight. I'm going to tell you that right now. The fight was fantastic. The imagery of this fight was fantastic. I think that, again, I will reiterate, whether it was Duel of Fates, Battle of Heroes, Little Imperial March, any of that stuff, and I'm sure a million people over are going to be making the videos with the music attached to it, and they're always better, and I can't wait to watch them. Um, but Obi's, Obi's ready. And I liked, how, I liked how serene he was at this point. Because he's not as, when you look at him in episode three, he's all frazzled and he doesn't know what to do and he's weak and he's not, he's not prepared for it. This is like the Obi-Wan that we knew. And he's, he's like, okay, I got to just, I got to get ready. And he's prepping himself for the battle in a, in, a, in a very different way. It's like a prize fighter that's just like knows what's coming, knows his opponent, knows what he's got to do. And he's not like, he's got nerves, but he's, he's ready to scrap. And then you get Vader's shuttle. Coming down, and you see this. This was the shot that I really enjoyed. He's got the droid, and he's—it's like this peace and calm over him, knowing. And that's what the—that's the Jedi way, right? It's like let let peace 
and let, let, let that come over you. Let that help you in, in your guidance. And, I, and that was all, that also is a testament to you and McGregor, but it was, this, was a, this was one of the really nice moments that I thought in the show that worked. And these are some of the moments that, that for me, that make, that make this show um, the enjoyable stuff that I really dug. And you get that little droid, and then Reva shows up with a hood for some reason. Why is she showing up with a hood everywhere now? Is it, I guess it was because of the symbolism because of, of Anakin down the line, but I mean, she's turning more into Anakin. I guess that was the, that was kind of what they were trying to do, but who's around? What are you wearing a hood for? I mean, they know you're coming and you, you haven't worn a hood the whole, the whole show. What are you wearing a hood for now? But she's wearing a hood. Hey, look, I, 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 I switched my sneakers styles for a while. Sometimes I wore something I never, never wore and I put them on again and, and, and who knows? All right, so Owen says to Baru, you got to do this. You ready to do this? I said, yeah, stupid. I gave you the guns. Let's do it. And then Vader shows up in the shuttle. And this is this this scrap. I mean, talk about the, everything that I've talking about with the imagery, though. I mean, I've shown you some really cool stuff thus far, but this is where all the, the like money shots are. I mean, Vader getting off his shuttle. And then this, this, look at this. I mean, this is, this is a, a thing of beauty. I love this. I want to like put this on my wall. Like Obi-Wan staring down Vader from across the way. Vader with all the rocks and everything. This, this was like, this is like a classic kind of Star Wars art. It's almost like a Ralph McQuarrie type design. I love, I love this shot. I really do love this shot. I think it was, I think it's fantastic. Um, yeah, I, love, I absolutely love this shot. Where would he come from? How did he get back there? How the hell did you get back there? What the hell? How'd Luke show up again? Okay. Um, sorry, lost my, lost my, lost where I was. There we go. And again, once again, the stare off happens. This shot again. I mean, there's so many great shots here. With the, I mean, they put all of the everything that when they were designing this with the art, like they were probably geeking out, like with the shuttle in the back. Vader staring down Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan just kind of smiling, going, all right, bub, let's do it. Let's beef. And then they, they just start. And they, and they fire at each other, and they, and they just, like, they, these two, anytime they fight, all their battles, it's just intense. And they go at it, and, there's like that, and then they pull back. This is, and with the, with the moon in the background, this was the type of stuff where I still, I mean, people are, some people are giving Deborah Chow a lot of crap, and I think there's some stuff inside of this series that I didn't love but I still think she's a phenomenal director and this type of stuff is where I I stick by that when you look at these shots that she that she's using and the stuff that she's doing and the, and the way that she's shooting these fights um I I think that it think that this this particular this particular battle was great it was great I love this battle but the problem was again everything that was leading up to it like I wanted to be an emotional mess Watching, watching this match, you know, the same way, like, no, Anakin, come on, brother, come, and we, even if you know he's not coming back, but the fact that, that the way that they hopefully kind of setting that up of, I got to get my friend back, Padme told me that they're still good in him, maybe she's right, fast forward, Obi-Wan once thought as you did, go back, and, and, and now when we get there, it's like, okay, he's going to make this move. By the time we get to that fast, the, the face slash at the end, and he's like, come back, Anakin, you know, Let's. I, I can save you. I can help you. And he's like Anakin said. Like the lines and the stuff that he said. Anakin uh, or Vader says to Obi Wan. Great. I think it played out really well. Problem was once again, 
not locked in as, as much as I think that if we were um, from previous episodes, that it would have had more impact and, and music. Music would have, would have played more. Because look at the music when they use the Imperial March when Vader's talking to the Emperor. And we'll talk, to that, talk about that in a bit. Um, very impactful. And I think that that's kind of the point that will be made in interviews and stuff too is, the, well, we wanted to introduce it there because that's the lead-in to everything we're going to see. Yeah, but they use it in Rebels. And I know Rebels is afterwards still, but... It, 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 it still you would have had way more of an impact and even and 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 fine if you want to have that argument well then why not battle of heroes why not uh if you if you look at any video that anybody has made putting in their original music and it's not just because it's familiar it's because the emotion that the that these characters have gone through and the same reason that when you i just watched a, a video the other day when you had henry cavill flying around with uh with the john williams theme and not just because it's John Williams, but because that theme in general has been, or I'll use a better example, um, so it's not John Williams all the time. But in, in the second Avengers, when the Avengers are teaming up, they didn't use the, the, the theme. It pops in very briefly. When it comes back in in later movies, especially in Infinity War and Endgame, it's just so much more impactful not just because it's a great score, because you're attached to it and because emotionally you're attached to it and it's, and it's familiar. So when you're doing a familiar show, like I understand if you're doing a, a show of characters, even in the same timeline, that have nothing to do with any of these people and you'd use all new themes, like, and I can, like for Mandalorian, right? I understand that you, there's a lot of people inside of that. You, you don't need to use the, the Force theme and other things. And you used it once Luke came back um, because that was his theme and you're familiar with it. So... I think you would have had way more of an impact in this fight, as good as this fight was. I think it, it elevates by about 100 or 200% if you, if you had put that kind of music in there, I think, anyway. But the battle was, once again, um, a, a fantastic fight. And they both, they, they both have their, you know, their, their moments. And Vader, you knew, you knew that, but that, I guess it's one of the issues, too, is that you, you know kind of where this is going to go from the moment that it starts because... Vader's having his way again. And then this is this is the stuff that drove me nuts in this episode. Why is she walking around with a lightsaber? Not because, well, why wouldn't she? She's Inquisitor. Because Luke has no idea what the hell a lightsaber is when we meet him for the first time. Owen and Beru are not f fighters. And, it, well, this is nine years before. Nine years. It's only nine years. Like, like and, and by, by the end of this, he's still, he's kind of chummy with Obi-Wan. He's like, what are you doing here? Now, ah, you want to meet him? And then he hates his guts again nine years later. What did Obi-Wan do? Steal milk off his porch? So they start, I did like when they start blasting at her, though, because she's like, because she, she gets fierce quick. And it just, it goes down quick. And he kind of had, had it, needed it to. And she's just, and, and, and she's weaker. You know, she's dealing with stab wounds that apparently anybody besides Qui-Gon can get hit with in the stomach with a saber and be all right. But she's getting blasted. She's... She's pissed off, and then back and forth to Vader, and now Vader is trying to figure out how to beat his old master here. I don't know why Luke keeps popping up. Um, and they have these battles. It's, it is. It's, but this was, this was the, I think, again, when you, you have the same answers for it, because as you're watching this, and I'm saying to myself, why am I not as locked in as I want to be, as much as I'm enjoying this match, why am I not as emotionally locked in? And, and at all the examples I just gave, the other thing is, well, you know, no matter what's going to happen here, Obi's going to make it out. He's going to make it out. And so he, it's, 
this this was this was pretty fantastic though, where he opens up the ground, he throws some stuff down on. Um, look, look at these shots that I'm talking. This is this is the stuff. Like as much as I like, I'll hit I'll hit something with a with an emotional criticism, and then I look at it with the visual, the visual critique, and I'm like, Vader has the high ground right there. I mean, that's the the poetry of it. Is Vader finally has the high ground over over Obi Wan. He's got him, and he's gonna now he's gonna, now he's gonna punish him again, and he's gonna start tossing rocks down on him, and he's and he's and he's got him, and then this is back to, and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna rationalize, and you guys you guys can counter this or agree with me. How the hell Owen is able to Owen and Beru are both be able to fend off Riva, and I guess that the answer is gonna be because she's hurt, because he's just got like a like a stick or something. And it was a nice moment where he's like, it shows you a little bit more of the Owen side where he's like, he is mine. He is my kid. Because she's trying, and there's not a lot that continues on to that scene, but it was a nice moment to show how much Owen and Brew really cared about Luke. And you got that. And I thought that that worked well. And it was always great to have. I think that's, you know, one of the things that, where you can say why this particular scene, at least we get, to have them back and to show this relationship with with Luke, so I get it. I don't know what the hell. I don't, this is this OBS man. What's happening here? I can't find it, guys. I, there it is. All right. So now he's got a stick and he just starts poking her with the stick and he goes, "Get out of here, you!" And she's like, "Nope, you're out of here." And she then now fights Baru and Baru says. Close your eyes. Don't see the lightsaber. You're not supposed to know what one is. Get out of here. And he gets up. And he runs across, and she's, she doesn't kill anybody anymore. So right right then and there, you know, she, she, in the beginning, some poor old lady just sitting around saying something, and Reva cuts her hand off. Uh, she's slashing Jedi. She's doing all this shit. She's pissed in the beginning. And she's wiping people out left and right. Now, she's equally as mad now, but she's letting people go. Because she's more worried about Luke and just the revenge but she's not slash, and these people just are are shooting at her and doing anything. She's just letting them go. Everybody lets everybody go in this show. Happens, it happens again in the show later on as well. But but she lets him go because she's more concerned with Luke. When Luke runs runs away, that's a pretty cool shot as well. She's pretty determined to go get him. Obi Wan now this and this was a uh, at, this seems pretty fantastic as he's laying down and he starts once again using the piece. And the serenity of the Jedi, and listening to the to, to all the stuff that had happened in the past, but getting himself out, and it, it's like that. It's it's that come to Jesus moment, right? Because he comes out, and now here's here's Vader. He he senses it again, and then they go at it again. But this time, Obi Wan's leveled up. Now he's now he's ready, and and he push. And I love that. I'm gonna I'm gonna force push you. He's like, no, bitch. I'm force pushing you this time, and he pushes him. And tosses Vader's ass, and it was it was it was awesome to see the vulnerable side of Vader now, and and seeing him lose a little bit more in a battle like this, and how he kind of ultimately slows down. I don't know how I feel about this, and I want to I want to hear from you guys how you feel about this. If Obi Wan is this powerful, and he's lifting up rocks like this, and really firing things over nine years, only nine years earlier. First of all, why do they need Luke? He can, I mean, I guess that's why they call him on to do this by himself. But, I mean, he's not getting too old for this, I guess he says in, in episode four. But, like, 
I mean, it's like, yeah, man, but did you see yourself nine years ago? You picked up like half a mountain and threw it at Vader. And by the way, can I ask you why you didn't kill him a second time? You just let, let him sit there when, when, why do you want me to do it? You made me kill my pops when you could have just done it yourself? You're a real butthole. He's like, yeah, but watch what I can do with these rocks. And he starts firing the rocks at Vader. And this is, this is brutal. He's just like hitting him. And then Vader, Vader knows he's in trouble here. And he starts kind of wheezing a little bit. And went back to Riva. Force pushes Luke onto the floor. And then now, it, now it's like, like I said, this, is, this, this reminded me of a Tyson fight. But like Vader comes in Tyson 86, but he's pretty much fighting like Tyson 2003. 2004 because he's opening himself up he's trying to throw big haymakers and, and he's just getting lit up with combinations and that's what happens here he just can't now, now he's just overpowered and everyone's just messing him up throwing shots and slashes him across his back love this I mean, th- I mean this was a great battle great battle and then he stands up again he's no quitting this cat but then boom right across the face and I was, I, I was absolutely thinking of, of Rebels at this moment because you knew it was going to happen and you knew they were going to see Hayden's face. And I think that that's probably going to be the argument from a lot of people is that the difference is that we actually get to see Hayden's face this time. You actually get to see him because in, in animation, it's obviously the, the animated version of Hayden Christensen, but here he is. And, and, this was, and this is what I'm talking about, this moment here. This emotion, and this is all brought to you because you and McGregor are such a phenomenal actor and everything, and you, you feel it, you know you're supposed to feel it. But this, right here, this moment, like this was the, this was the whole crux of what the, what, we, what the show could have been about. With the mission, every single episode about more the history of, uh, of it, the understanding of what Vader's been doing, what has happened leading into it, like, uh, convinced that he can bring bring his his buddy back convinced because the way he shuts down here and uh, or just like is like oh my 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 friend anakin and then anakin's like anakin's dead and don't worry about it you didn't kill him i did and then that's and this this sets up i thought did some good stuff with episode four because we get the reason why he calls him darth we get the reason why he's like my friend is dead. We get the reason why he's just he's he's learning all these things about Anakin in that moment, and that's why I said a young uh, Jedi named Darth Vader killed my uh, he betrayed and murdered your father, and that's where that's where that comes from. So I I liked that. I thought that was that was good. Um, but then, like I said, it's like you you get where he's he tells me, oh my my buddy's dead. He's like, all right, well, you're going to destroy him. I'm going to destroy you now. Let's do it. I killed him the way I'm going to kill you. Let's go for it. And he goes, nah, I'm going to go now. I think um, Inquisitor left me some of that Papa John's. So see you later. Bye. And he just leaves. And, and he's like, no, come back here. Arr. And it's like, why in the world would you leave this guy alive again? Didn't you learn your lesson when you left him? On? This is the second time that Obi-Wan has done this. And millions of people have died afterwards. You had him. You had him twice. You had him twice. You had him the first time on Mustafar. All you had to do is go, ah, you're, you're a marshmallow. And now you have him. He's done. He can't, he can't, you, you, you've, clearly, you've clearly beaten him. You've beaten him. Take him out. What are you doing? If your friends, 
well, my friend's truly dead then. And you killed him? Well, I'm not going to avenge my friend. I'm just going to see you next time, buddy. Like, I don't know. It was that, that, it, it, it was like, what, what are you doing, Obi-Wan? Go get him. Let me make some boneheaded decisions there. So he flies away, and, and, and Reva's still hunting Luke. And there's this moment. And, and again, I, I think that this moment is, is nice, and I understand it. I just didn't have the emotional impact I think they wanted me to have. They, I, I didn't have the emotional reaction to it that, that, that they wanted me to have. Um, because this is, again, she's got the hood up because you want to go back and forth. She sees her younger self. I thought this was a powerful moment. Um, sees Luke, and then is she going to do what Anakin did? Is she going to become Anakin, or is she going to choose the light? And in this moment, I'll make this clear. For the obvious reason, if I, well, we know she can't kill Luke. But in general, in a moment like this, I'm glad that she chose the light. But I just don't wish that she wouldn't have been in that position because I think that, I don't know, I think that it was just set up from the beginning. It was, it was predictable. And it's like that's, that's one of the things. It's a hard enough thing to do when you have a show that where you know the impact of where, or, or the, um, the outcome of where everyone is going to land. So that's hard in general. That's never, that's never easy. Anytime you do a prequel series or a prequel movie or anything, that's always the, the, the tough thing. And so you try to add new characters and, and things inside of that because that way this is a new character we know nothing about, so that becomes a little less predictable. Because it's going to be harder for Obi-Wan because you know ultimately what happens with Obi-Wan. You know what happens with Luke. You know what happens with Owen and Beru. So you can add stuff to their story that you hope, again, adds to to develop their character more. And it's a struggle to get the audience to not know the predictability of it. So when you add a new character, you want to be, try to be, not predictable. This was set up from the start. And, and some people will throw back, well, yeah, but that's what Star Wars always does. Yeah, but don't you want a little bit of a change sometimes? And it's like that it, it was too predictable. You knew exactly what was going to happen from the second they set it up. The second they started calling her Reva, they weren't even calling her the sister anymore. They were calling her uh, a third sister. They were calling her Reva. And like, well, they don't call anybody else that. And you could just tell from the pre- presenta- presentation of the character in general, you knew that it was going to turn. So this wasn't, so I think that even though this is that moment, um, and I thought, and by the way, I think Moses Ingram did a very good job in, in this episode. Um, I think that she, I think once she locked into the character, I think that she got a, she got a real hold on it. And it's not, it, I don't have an issue with with the performance of Moses Ingram in this episode. I just think the writing of the character uh, wasn't wasn't great. She picks up the saber, and this like this is a moment. In, in any show, whenever you're watching, you're like, oh, my God, is she going to do it? Well, we know she's not going to do it. So this moment that, she's, that, that, that they're posing right here, in, in no world are we going to say, oh, no. Like, we're not, like I, what the hell was I watching? I was watching, oh, even when I was watching in very different shows or movies, I was watching Black Phone. And there's like a kind of what the hell is going to happen here? And I was like on the edge of my seat going, oh, my God. And I was like emotionally attached and going, what, what's going to happen? I wasn't there for this, and they kind of want you to be there for this, but the reason why I'm not there is because I know she's not going to do it, and I know before she, before she, when she shows up to tat, when she shows up right there, I know she's going to turn back because Vader's nowhere to be found, so he's not going to take her out. Inquisitor is, 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 is slopping down Papa John's right now, and um, who else is a threat? They're not going to find her, so she's got to turn. It was just... 
And maybe I'm wrong. Does anybody else? Did anybody else think it was not predictable? If if I'm wrong, I would love to hear it in the comments, and I'm sure I will. But then Obi Wan shows up. Hey, where are they? I don't know. They're in the desert somewhere. We gotta go find them. No, no need. Here I am. I got the kid, and I'm good now. Oh, okay, cool. Um, so I guess we won't be mad at you then that you tried to slash us, and you're not mad at us because we shot at shit. Nah, here's the kid. Okay, thanks. But I'm sad. Well, don't be sad. Why? Well, because I'm right here, and I'm not gonna make you sad anymore. But I thought it was a great speech. And I thought it was a nice moment between the two of them. Um, once you get to this angle and you go, whether you like the angle or not, and they're talking, you go, okay. Here's a, this is a nice moment. You chose it right. And she's like, they, they, it's her understanding. This is, this is where I thought Moses Ingram did a really great job. Where it's the, she doesn't really understand yet. She thinks that she failed because she didn't avenge, because she, she, she felt like she was weak because that's what she's been taught. She felt she was weak. And she felt that she, she didn't avenge her friends and therefore let them down and failed them. And, and Obi-Wan's like, no, that's, not, that's, ex that's, that's exactly why you succeeded. And I thought it was a very sweet moment. I thought it was a good moment. And I thought that if you're going to do the turn, I thought that particular turn worked, worked really well. And that's what I was talking about when I'm saying, like, there are a lot of moments in here that worked for me. And there are a lot of other ones, like, just logic. And, and overall, because of the, the, the way that the show in general has panned out, I think, has, has hurt it just a bit. But I, this, was, this was a sweet scene by Moses Ingram. And I thought she did a great job. And I thought that it was, even though I don't like, I don't like the decision of turning her good again, I think that she played the turn really well. She drops the symbolism. She drops the uh, the saber. Hopefully, nobody finds it. Maybe the old old lady finds it from uh, from Rise of Skywalker. Who are you? Um, and then this scene, pretty fantastic. We were wondering if we were going to get the Emperor back. We get him back. He looks great. This is this is one of the best. Uh, the way that they, they they made him look here, very similar to more Jedi than monster Revenge of the Sith. Which I thought this, and I and I liked it, and he's, and he's calm, and he's not angry. They don't always. Have, it's it's like when you do an Arnold impression. Some people when they do Arnold impressions, ah, nah, 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 nah. and sometimes he just talks like this and said, "Come on, come over to my house, some whiskey and Lulu, and come in the party." And that's same thing with uh, with Emperor. Every time we do the Emperor, he's always like, "And now you will die." And I was just love. I still have uh, Arnold in there, but uh, instead he's like, "Lord Vader, your." Your emotions, or whatever the hell he says to him about uh, about Obi Wan, but he's calm and he's not angry and he's not, he's just he's more calm. He's like, I see you're a little uh, you're a little you're a little pissed off, my friend. What's going on? Tell me about it, buddy. Um, so I like that scene, and then it's 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 this is where we get the Imperial March, and he's like, No, 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 I'm 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 not going to worry about Obi Wan anymore. Uh, I'm I'm good. And then the Imperial March plays goes off, and then you get this Alderaan scene. We get the blaster. I thought that was a nice moment, by the way, that I skipped over before when, when Leia gets Tala's um, blaster, comes and sees him. Again, great moments here between her parents, but a good moment Obi-Wan shows up. And he has he doesn't tell her about who her parents are, but he tells her in a way where he's like, this is what you have, and these are the good things that, bo that both your parents had that you have. And I thought that was a great moment. I still think Leia would probably be like, wait a minute, you know who my parents are? Tell me. But he leaves. So I'll see you later. Wraps up his cave, says, I'm out of here. This, this moment, I, I, it's a great moment because they're good actors where he says to him, what are you doing back here? Hey, I just uh, wanted to say, you know, uh, you were right. I'm out of here. Well, why is, if, if, if Obi-Wan told him he's right and he's just going to be in the shadows, why is, why, is, why is he still pissed off at him by the time we get to episode four and call him crazy old man? 
Um, and there's hello there with Luke. Some people have, are, are, are upset that they met. Why? In, in episode four, he, he, um, he knows him. So I was wondering if he, if he means uh, old Ben Kenobi. He's 10 years old. Right? If my, it, it, met him a couple of times. If, if my kids met somebody, he was like, oh, yeah, yeah. Is that the, kid, the guy that my, my dad introduced me to like nine years ago? What was his name? Oh, yeah, old Ben. Right, right, right. Yeah, I think that that's, I don't have an issue with that at all. And then we get the, uh, yet again, the, if you, if you get the Obi-Wan, he shows up and there's the, there's the force ghost. I have no issue with the, some people are, are worried and complaining about the fact that, that, that Qui-Gon couldn't figure out how to actually come back in physical form or, you know, only could come back in, in voice only. That, that one I'm, I can get over pretty quick. Maybe he figured it out because it was good to see him. And, and Liam Neeson, I love him to death. He's officially a liar. Uh, and, and here he is. He says, look, I've been here the whole time. It just took you some time to get back into it, figure yourself out, and you did it. So we got a lot of trains dealing. Let's get the hell out of here. And that's what, he, uh, and that's what they do. And where's that thing? He's got his emu or whatever that thing is in there, and, and off they go. Um, so, yeah, I, I think that, over and and even even that moment right with 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 Qui Gon, it's a nice moment. It was kind of like in wrestling they call it like a, it's a cheap pop, and it was it was great to see him. But how much of an impact did it have? It was almost like he's trying the whole time. He's trying the and and I think even that like we got it a few times throughout the series. Qui Gon, listen to me, man. I'm trying to help this. I'm trying to do that. I'm trying to do that. Help me out here. What do I got? And then it's when he's finally able to get a piece that Qui-Gon is able to appear to him. And I dig that. But I just think that I, I, it, I think the biggest issue with this series for me um, was, was focus. I, I think that the, the, the focus of, of what the story could have been, should have been maybe, wasn't. But overall, I, I liked the series. I didn't love it. I wanted, I, I was hoping that this, and I think I even said at one point, I think this is going to be some of the best Star Wars content um, since Empire. It wasn't for me. It, it, I still think Mandalorian 1 and 2 are far superior. I would say 2 is, 2 is the best, then Mandalorian Season 1. Um, Boba Fett, I think the, the, the Mandalorian episodes, for sure, and the stuff with Luke, Far superior than what stuff that we got here, but overall, I think that I enjoyed the series more because it's just the stuff in Star Wars that I like more. Um, so, but it was but it's tough. I understand. It's funny when I see people are with with a lot of criticisms for the show. I I see them. I understand them. I get them, but I also understand the love for it, and I understand the 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 um, the, the visuals and the things that we see for this show were outstanding. But hey, man, it's the same thing. It's just, I stand by. People keep asking me this question. Hey. You still like Star Wars TV? And you think there's too much of it? Don't you think that the it, it's got CW quality? I love it, and I would I would take TV ten times over film every time over, every time over. Why? Because we're going to be discussing another show in August, Andor. And if the sh- now now there's two arguments, and I understand this. If the show is amazing. And people are, people are going to be loving the show. Everyone's going to love Star Wars again. Everybody's going to be all over the moon about Star Wars and saying, oh, they should have done Obi-Wan like this. If they would have done this, this, oh, my God, where, where did this come from? This is the way that Tony Gilroy should be doing everything. That's, what, that's what's going to come if, if it's great. Now, if it sucks, 
The same thing is gonna is gonna happen. That's happening here. Um, they should stop doing Star Wars forever on TV. TV's not working. Blah 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 blah. And then Mandalorian will come out. And then oh, Mandalorian's good. But everything. It's it. so. This is the beauty of streaming for me. Is that it's there for you to watch. If um, you're you're paying for it for for the 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 app, the app for. Whatever it might be, maybe it's not even for stars. Maybe it's for Marvel. Maybe it's for for kids' movies. Maybe for if you have, if you have kids or whatever it is. Either way, you watch the show, you like it, you don't like it, um, you share your thoughts, and that's what you do. So anyway, that was the overall. It was a long one here. It was forty five minutes. Um, and then I also would like to. Oh, I gotta let you guys know before before you go. Get yourself a rumple blanket, man. Man, this stuff is really got. I have one before um, my uh, my daughter. She, we, we, soccer, and I, I, I throw it down on the, on the field, and it's so comfortable. And there are tons of blanket options that you can get, but there's only one that is de- uh, dedicated to sustainability. I almost got it out there. They have over 135 prints. Rumple's perfect for indoors, outdoors. You take it to the beach, camping, picnic. It's, it's great. It's really comfortable. And my wife, my wife was, um, was skeptical at first. And she's like, wow, this is a we have, I have blankets. I go, try this blanket. She loves it. She takes it everywhere. When she, when she goes to the beach, when she goes to, uh, and then she takes the kids anywhere. She goes, she goes and, and uses the rumble blanket. They're weather resistant, they're durable, and they're cozy. So get 15% off, and you can use the code at www.rumple.com slash big thing, and use that code big thing. Try one out, and let me know what you think, by the way. Very curious to hear. All right. Uh, I like you guys. You guys are cool. And I'm happy to, to look. Well, there he is. There he is. It's, it's Qui-Gon. It was good to see him, though. Come on. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh, I guess I can finish with this. Season two. Same way I feel about, about Boba Fett. Let's move on to something else now. I don't need to see a season two. Uh, let, let's move on. To, let's move on to something else. You got all these different things. Whether it's a, there's that rumor that I put out there yesterday with Cal Kestis. There's the uh, there's the acolyte. Andor is going to have a couple seasons. Let's focus on the other stuff. I think put it in the can. Obi Wan Kenobi. There's some great moments in it. You go back and revisit it whenever you want. Um, same thing with, with Boba Fett. Let's move on. What say you guys? Go ahead and let me know. And if you haven't already, please subscribe. Let's get us to 50,000. Thank you. And we're going to be doing another spoiler discussion with myself and Steph Sabra tonight for this. So check out Sith Council on the big thing. All right, guys. Thanks. Peace. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.